Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Greg Jarrett. I'm Sandra Smith. I'm Charles Payne, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. I'm Alex Hogan. As the war drags into a third month, Ukraine reaffirms that it has no intention of giving in. Ukrainians are determined to protect their identity, their country, their culture, and not to allow Russia to claim just to take it over or even part of it. This is the Fox News Rundown War on Ukraine. Do you use oxygen therapy to breathe? If you've been prescribed oxygen, you know the problems that come with it when you're tied to an oxygen tank or concentrator. Going out of the house is a burden and nobody likes to be stuck inside alone. Now you can live life on the go with a lightweight Inogen portable oxygen concentrator. Inogen is oxygen therapy that moves with you. Travel around the corner or onboard an aircraft with an Inogen portable oxygen concentrator that provides the medical grade oxygen your doctor prescribes in a device that weighs less than five pounds. Inogen's longest-lasting device delivers 12 hours of oxygen on a single battery charge. Call now to speak with an Inogen oxygen specialist and learn how you can try an Inogen risk-free for 30 days. Give us a call right now, 1-800-245-9878. Don't manage a heavy tank when you leave the house. With Inogen, you can get the oxygen you need with a system that's so small and light, it goes almost anywhere. Learn how you can can experience an Inogen system for yourself risk-free. Call now, 1-800-245-9878. Inogen devices are by prescription only. Battery run times vary by device and setting usage. Terms and conditions apply. For safety information, visit Inogen.com. It's now been more than three months since Russia invaded Ukraine. Corporate leaders and government officials from around the world are meeting at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland, discussing inflation, supply chain backlogs, the pandemic, but more than anything, the war. This actually has been the focus this year. This is Ambassador Kurt Volker, former U.S. Ambassador to NATO, U.S. Special Representative to Ukraine, and a distinguished fellow at the Center for European Policy and Analysis. Past years, there have been different themes, you know, whether it's sustainable development or hunger or whatever it might be. But Ukraine has really taken over all of the conversations here this year. Russia has cut off supplies of gas to Poland, Bulgaria, and Finland, and much of the EU now is aiming to find new suppliers by the end of the year, although there is some serious doubt if that's really possible and feasible. Has that been another main conversation topic in the message that we're hearing at the economic summit? Yeah, so there are a lot of dimensions to this, and that's one of them. And so let's start with gas. Um, The shutoffs to those countries that you mentioned is significant. It is a sign of Russian displeasure of one thing or another, uh, whether it is um, Poland's helping to supply Ukraine or Finland's determination to join NATO, but Russia's pushing back on that. They clearly still want to get the money from Europe. They want to get the revenues uh, from Germany and others that are buying Russian gas and oil. So they're not shutting off everything. 
there is talk about whether the EU can put in place a ban on oil imports from Russia, even as early as this summer. And I think that seems to be likely. Uh, Hungary does not agree, but that doesn't prevent only the other members of the EU from doing it on their own. And uh, likewise, there's talk about trying to get off of gas as well from Russia. That is more difficult. Gas, of course, being delivered by pipelines and LNG terminals not as well developed. Uh, So that's going to take a bit longer. But I think there is a determination to do that. But then there are other economic aspects of the war that have come up, such as food security globally. With uh, Russia's illegal blockade of Ukraine's ports, they're not able to ship out uh, a lot of their their grain and foodstuffs that would otherwise be feeding the world. Uh, That's something a very high concern to people. The sanctions on Russia and how they should continue. Can we get Russia to decide to end this war? Um, All of those things are topics in different ways. As well as the food shortages within Ukraine as people try to find ways to get food in, as well as inflation that we're seeing around the world. Now, now looking at things that have happened on Wednesday, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky spoke at the summit through a video call, and he, he reaffirmed what we've previously heard, saying that Ukraine will not give up any of its territory to end the fighting. And he has made appeals to governments around the world, speaking to parliaments and presidents, also talking to the media. What stood out to you most about the message that we heard in this conference? I think President Zelensky's message was very important, Uh, not as much for what he said, but what he's reacting to. Uh, We've heard uh, the president of France, we've heard voices from Germany, uh, start suggesting that, oh, you know, maybe Ukraine should give up territory uh, the New York Times uh, editorial page had a piece on this, and Kissinger gave a talk here suggesting that Ukraine should uh, give up territory to appease Russia. And uh, Zelensky is flat out saying no way, uh, that uh, Russia is an aggressor, they, they should not be rewarded here, we are prepared to fight and retake our territory, we do need your help in the West, we need your arms and supplies, and we need your economic help as well. But Ukrainians are uh, determined to protect their identity, their country, their culture, and not to allow Russia to claim just to take it over or even part of it. Now, at the same time of these conversations taking place in Davos, delegates from Sweden and Finland are scheduled to travel and meet with officials in Turkey to talk about NATO expansion and the protection of their country. Turkey says it will not give in for this approval of the expansion. It doesn't want Sweden and Finland to join. Well, there is that summit next month in June. Where do you expect some of these conversations to go from this month uh, ahead of the summit in June? Yeah, there are two issues that Turkey has brought up. Uh, One of them is the PKK. It's a terrorist organization that operates inside Turkey uh, and has some basis in, in neighboring territory around Turkey. But uh, there are people associated with the PKK who have been able to live freely in Sweden, and at times they've done broadcasting from there. And this is something of great concern to Turkey. They're saying Sweden has been soft on terrorism. And then the second thing is both Finland and Sweden have had bans on uh, arms sales to Turkey because of Turkey's uh, attacks or Turkey's role in Syria, in the Syrian Kurdish uh, areas. And so they are looking for some policy change from Sweden and Finland 
what Turkey would say is more recognition of Turkey's own security interests in combating terrorism and the combating the, the role that some of these Kurdish groups have played in supporting terrorism inside Turkey. Now, the Swedes and Finns, as you said, have sent delegations to Turkey, and they have some time, and I think that they will work something out. I, I think Turkey is taking a hard line right now to, to show that they are serious, but I think the Finns and Swedes are taking it seriously as well, and I, and I fully expect this to be resolved before the summit. And all 30 NATO members must agree to admit new members. Have there been conversations about what possibly could be done to get Turkey on board? So first off, all 30 have to agree. Only Turkey has indicated any objections. Uh, the U.S. has had its own contacts with Turkey. Secretary Blinken spoke with uh, the Turkish foreign minister, uh, Solu, and uh, offering to be of assistance, offering to... to be a facilitator, if you will. I don't think that the Turks really need a facilitator. They really want direct dialogue with Sweden. And as I said, uh, I do think that at a level of principle, when it comes to not supporting terrorism, for example, the Turks and the Swedes and the Finns agree. It's how do you apply that, to whom do you apply that? And I think they're going to have some very detailed talks about that and what they do in, inside Sweden and Finland. In the end of the day, I think this is a net gain for NATO. Um, in terms of security for Europe, very capable militaries. In terms of geographic security, the whole Nordic and, and Baltic area will now be NATO countries. That provides a much stronger deterrence against Russia. That benefits Turkey as well, and I think they know that. So it's a matter of going through this negotiation to see that Turkey's security concerns are, are addressed in some way by these two countries. We've been speaking to Kurt Volker. More coming up after this. Sick of the one-size-fits-all method when it comes to healthcare, especially when it comes to your ED treatment? Well, good news. Now you've got options with Hims. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatments such as chewable mints, brand-name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for less. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Answer a series of questions on their site, and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance is needed. If ED is getting you down, it's time to join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIMSS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com rundown. That's H-I-M-S dot rundown for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com rundown. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. One of uh, the other stories that's been getting a lot of attention is, is some of the comments that we're hearing about the invasion of Ukraine by Russia from some Russians, including 41-year-old Boris Bondarev, who's a Russian diplomat, who resigned mm-hmm. and said that he has never been so ashamed of his country. So do we know what kind of response those words and actions have prompted in Russia? Well, we haven't heard any response from Russia, but we can imagine that they are furious and that they will Mm -hmm. view him as a traitor and they will try to uh, track him down. We saw what they did with uh, members of the GRU who later um, defected and moved to the UK, for instance. Litvinenko was poisoned 
uh, with this radioactive element uh, while living in the UK. Uh, they've tracked down others and killed them as well. So this is uh, very dangerous for him. But it's very revealing also because if there's one person like that who is speaking out, you know there are many more people thinking it. And it does show that I think there is some yeah, exactly. tension and- in Russia about where Putin is driving the country. And that's also something that he he included in his message, that he says that not all Russians support the war, but many of them are remaining silent for fear of their safety and fear of their family's safety. Yeah, exactly. And and this is this is serious pressure. I mean, people would be afraid of that. But if, if there's this level of discontent with Putin's decision-making, and after all, let's be clear, he is destroying Russia. He has destroyed over a third of their military capability. He has brought the GDP down by at least 10 percent, more likely 20 percent this year. He's uh, isolated mm-hmm. Russia completely from the international community. And they're going to be losing significant revenue from oil and gas sales, as we were talking about earlier. So this has been a disaster for Russia. And a lot of people in Russia know that. They may be afraid to say it, but they know it. And uh, this is going to create some fissures inside Russia over time as, as this situation just gets worse. And the situation in Ukraine just continues to get worse day by day. As right now, 8 million people are displaced and about 6 million people have fled the country. And that economic hardship, not only within Russia, within Ukraine, but of course, within the surrounding countries of people who have welcomed refugees into their homes. Uh, In Lithuania this week, the country's finance minister is asking the EU to create a fund for countries supporting Ukrainians. And Ukraine's ambassador to Poland is asking the EU to support refugees financially so that it'll take some of the cost off of their host families. Do you see any of these demands or requests potentially being met in the future to help alleviate some of those costs? Yeah, I do. I do think there'll be some support for people in countries that have received large numbers of refugees, particularly Poland and Lithuania, as you mentioned, there are others as well. But I I want to point out a couple of things here, though. Uh, You mentioned the figure of 8 million displaced persons. That is down from 11 million displaced persons. And Ukrainians have been returning uh, to go back to Kiev in greater number than they've been leaving. Uh, Ukrainians don't want to be refugees, and they don't want to stay in these other countries. They've been forced to leave for security. But uh, as the war has shifted to really be mainly in the east with, with random bombings here and there uh, in Kiev or Lviv or Odessa, Ukrainians are coming back, and they will continue to come back. Uh, I think that yeah. the, the, funding issues, the funding issues will be temporary for refugees to support the help that they're getting. The bigger funding issues will then come down to reconstruction and redevelopment or, or building a new Ukraine uh, in the aftermath of the destruction that Russia has wrought on Ukraine. And here, the, the first source of funding would be the uh, frozen central bank assets of Russia. The U.S. has frozen a great deal. We should be able to seize those and use them for uh, Ukrainian reconstruction. The EU will have to uh, pass new legislation to be able to do that. They feel that they are blocked now, but by all rights, they should be doing that. And then there will probably be additional elements of programmatic funding to support reconstruction by both the U.S. and the EU, which will indeed help help Ukraine get back on its feet, build back its economy in a more modern fashion, and position it to be better able to integrate into the EU at some point. 
Ambassador Kurt Volker, former U.S. ambassador to NATO and a special representative to Ukraine and a distinguished fellow at the Center for European Policy and Analysis. Thank you so much for your insight and for your time. It's been my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table to Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts.